What's up, Ballpark B fans? We were getting a little spicy pre-recording, so we're going to bring it to you spicy during the recording now. We're going to bring you some winter meeting updates. We're going to bring you some fantasy football updates. And shout out to RuneScape. All the OGs know that RuneScape's the game of all games. Run that music. Boys, if you don't love, if you never played RuneScape, I'm gonna start it like this: you never played RuneScape in your life, you didn't have a good childhood, okay? Yeah, I guess my childhood sucked. It did suck, okay? If you didn't have those nights with your boys, <laughs> where you at, were at each other's houses playing next to each other, you didn't live a good childhood, okay? Because RuneScape is what made your childhood fun, okay? Even though you were never good at the game, it was still fun to play with your friends, okay? Uh, just so, like following each other around, like going yeah. different places. We're questing, going yeah. to Lumbridge. We're we're doing it all. We're just yeah, like we're just living wood. our best life. Ninety nine like, wood, bro. <laughs> you know, if you didn't play RuneScape, you know that you're you're just L L childhood, okay. Um, but anyways, let's let's get uh, into sports because uh, we're not talking uh, <laughs> we're not talking about video games, even though the GTA trailer just dropped fucking amazing anyways uh yeah baseball and football we're gonna talk about that today uh, this is a sports podcast uh but before that fellas how was your weekend how's life how's the the kids you know how, how you doing hey man the kids are getting old grown-ass kids <laughs> <laughs> hey bro it's just another week you know hung out with jonathan over the weekend celebrated his birthday uh, that was the kid I was referring to. That's getting old. Um, and then, uh, you know, booked an important trip last night. Mm. Mm. Tell us more. Tell us more about that trip. So I'm yeah, excited. Man. So uh, we have 63 days until the trip. Um, the baby of the group is actually getting married in, was it five months? So I had to uh, get the boys together and book his bachelor mm. party. The boys mm. are back in town. The boys are back in town. Guys, I'm excited. We are going to be going on my bachelor party, and uh, it's going to be a great time. Great time. I'm excited. Uh, and, you know, it, it's crazy to think uh, that, you know, I have some old friends, some new friends, um, and that a lot of my friends have been with me for a while, and it's it's, it's going to be fun to, you know, celebrate with them. But yeah, Agreed. don't never forget your friends. Those are one of the most important people in your life. Don't forget your friends, all right? Friends and family. Your friends turn uh, into your family. You guys are my family. But anyways, what's uh what else we could talk about in our lives? Nothing else really, right? Let's hear how Jimmy's week was. Oh yeah, Jimmy Life's can good. tell us about his week. Life's good, man. Life's good. You know, uh doing a lot of baking, a lot of cooking. Uh as we mm. all do. We all meal prep. We all we all have to bake some nice delicious sweets every once in a while, enjoy ourselves. But yeah, nah, everything's good, bro. That's that. All right, let's get into baseball. Um, so not much has gone on besides just rumors on top of rumors on top of rumors. Uh, really, only thing I can kind of touch on is the Juan Soto rumors between uh, Yankees and, and Padres. Uh, so they kind of came to a standstill because the Padres are asking for a shit ton uh, when I feel like they have no leverage in this deal. Uh, first of all, Juan Soto is going to be on a pre-arb one-year $30 million contract. Um, 
his agent already said uh, there's going to be no extension talks throughout the season. So essentially, whatever team trades for him now has to try to lure him back in free agency next year. Uh, so that's a neg- that's a negative. Um, and on top of that, they were asking for like six players from the Yankees. Uh, to me, man, as much as I would love Juan Soto on the Yankees, it, it's really not worth it. Because like, if he comes here, he's he's gonna have a good season. Um, but we lose him in free agency. And we just lost all, all that young talent. I I just don't see it being worth that. Um, so I don't know. I guess we'll see what happens. But first offers are never the last. So just keep that in mind. Yeah, dude. The Padres want Noah's Ark, all the animals inside of it, all the food. They want everything in the kitchen sink. Yeah, <laughs> and the people it, like they want everything from from the Yankees for their deal. You know, Toronto's coming in. They're, they they definitely leaked that Toronto was a yeah, serious uh, yeah. contender just to get some leverage. But you know, winter meetings are all about rumors. And you know, I used to get hype over the off season and like look forward to all the rumors and shit. But it's it's becoming more and more clear as I follow each year that nobody knows a damn thing until they're signed. No. Like, like really, I, I remember I remember a rumor last year. And it was like, oh, the Dodgers have interest in signing uh, Aaron Judge. Like, dude. Of course no, they do. Everyone has interest in signing Aaron Judge. Everyone has interest yeah. in signing Shohei Tani. Everyone has interest in signing Yamamoto. Everyone has interest in trading for Juan Soto because he's a generational fucking player. He's 25. Everyone has interest. All these media people and stuff... They can just say anything and it'll it'll catch because they have a following and people believe them. But it, to me, it's all bullshit. <laughs> you don't know till it really happens. I mean, maybe, you know, the Yankees, the Padres asking for that much is true. Uh, but I think the whole Blue Jays thing is just Padres front office kind of gaslighting the Yankees. Uh, and like saying, oh, they would want Alec Manoa. Alec Manoa. The dude who is bitching about paying in AAA and got ten run ruled by the Yankees eighteen year olds in in the the Florida League, like it's gaslighting. <laughs> it, that's all it is. They're bullshitting. And I honestly, I I as much as I talk shit about Cashman, he's not stupid. So, um, like I said, this isn't going to be their last offer. I think the Yankees have more leverage in this trade than the Padres do because the Padres need to dump. Um, they. They're not winning anything. They tried to last year and didn't really work out well. So we'll see. So it's a seeing thing. Uh, it's really all I have about the Yankees. I don't know if you guys have any updates on your teams. Anything for the Cardinals? I mean, yeah, nothing going on with the Cardinals, but uh, isn't there? Isn't Otani supposed to? Uh, they're saying he's supposed to sign in about a week or two. I, I don't believe that. I mean, I all right. So early. here's what I saw. Yeah, here's what I saw. Otani was going to sign before the winter meetings. These were tweeted yeah. like two weeks ago. Then yeah. like last week, they were like, he's going to sign at the winter meetings. And now this week, they're like, he's going to sign after the winter meeting- meetings. Yeah. So it's just like, yeah. and he's the big domino, right? Like he needs to fall. Yeah. Everybody who's in on Yamamoto needs to see where he lands because then yeah. they're going to pivot to the Snells, to the Montgomery's, to the Eduardo Rodriguez's, to all those, you know, tier B starting pitchers, frontline starting yeah. pitchers. Um, the big fish is Yamamoto. The biggest fish is Otani. So those, those, pillars need to fall before everything else comes into place and who knows it's gonna if it's gonna happen at the winter meetings um there was a trade though former metalert 
Jared Kelnick going to the Braves, probably going to have like a uh, six-war season for them. Bravos can't stand that team. Well, I saw that. It was uh, Kelnick. Um, Kelnick for a bag of chips, and the other players yeah. are just salary dumps as well. From They, from, they got uh, a very yeah. good deal for uh, Kelnick, so that's good for the Braves. <laughs> they yeah, keep adding course. young talent. Keep adding young talent. <laughs> of course. So he'll platoon in left. He'll probably hit 280 first month of the season hit 10 tanks and uh find himself you know in the starting lineup against the mets when we're trying to make a postseason run so figures yep uh yeah i mean other mets news other mets news uh the mets coaching staff i think was finalized under new head coach carlos mendoza um Mets are busy. Mets are are dabbling a little bit of everywhere. Their names come up in every big free agent, and they come up in every uh, smart move that Stearns makes. So I think we're in good hands. I'm not going to hype up this team because who knows, but looking forward to it next year. I mean, you do it every year. Might as well not stop now. Yeah, well, I got to be a little bit more low-key, a little bit more realistic until we uh, until we land any big fishes. Yeah. And yes, I said fishes. Yeah, I think... Uh... I don't have much to say until the Yankees actually do something. It's just well, you know what we do have a lot to talk about. What fantasy football? Fantasy football. Fantasy football. Football in general. You know that's that's the the hot topic right now. That's what everyone likes to talk about. Uh, do you guys want to run power rankings first, or do a fantasy football first? Uh, we could do whichever your heart desires. Let's let's run into um. Let's do our power rankings first, because then after that, we can kind of just sporadically talk about football for the next 45 minutes. Um, so let's start off with our top fives for week 13, right? Week 13 or week 14? What are we in right now? This is week 13. All right. So this is going to be week 14's uh, power rankings. Top five. Um, I will I start little, us off. I have a little. A little spiciness going on. I will start us off at number five. I'm going to put. By the way, the Chiefs are not my top five. Top five no longer. Um, I don't think they're they're a very one dimensional team. Without Kelsey, their offense just isn't it. Um, defense is actually pretty good. Probably the best defense Mahomes has ever had. Uh, but I just I don't see them as a top five team. Um, so at five, I'm going to go the Detroit Lions. Um, defense, offense is all very good. Um, all around good team, and they have a lot of very good young players. They're exciting to watch. Um, so, yeah, I have them at my five. I have the Miami Dolphins at the five. They blew out Washington. Not really a good team, um, but the offense is still the best in the league um i just need them to play a good team and win for them to go up but they're at my number five was it again i missed what you said i said the miami dolphins i like that pick i like that pick i'm also gonna go with the dolphins of miami number five um yeah they're they're a solid team all around they're just uh they're just they're just five though i don't know I like I like some NFC teams. NFC is the uh, the powerhouse conference this year, but I got the Dolphins at five. Uh, number four, I have 
Oh, this is a toss-up between two teams. Um, so this is a toss-up for me between two teams. The Cowboys or Ravens? Um, the issue here is I want to put the Cowboys at four, but then it's hard to put the Ravens somewhere. So what I'm going to do is I'm just going to put the Ravens at four. Um, kind of like the Dolphins, the Cowboys haven't really beaten any good teams. They've only smacked up on the bad ones. So I would say they're like the NFC version of the Dolphins. Uh, so I'm going to keep the Cowboys out of the top five for now. I know they, they sh smack bad teams, um, but at the rate the Seahawks were, were scoring on them last week was pretty interesting. Uh, there's a lot of talk about how the Cowboys have such a great defense, but it's a pretty, pretty high-scoring game the uh, last, was it Monday, I think? No, Thursday, Thursday, sorry, it was Thursday. So um, I don't know. I'm going to keep them out of the top five. So I'll put the Ravens at four. Um, their offense after that bye against the Chargers was very suspect. Probably might have the second best defense in the league. Uh, but their offense is just suspect to me. Not sold on their offense. Uh, so Ravens at four. I am going with the Cowboys at four. Um, like you said, they are the NFC, um, like the Dolphins. Um, but I don't know. Even though their their defense got exposed, I think... For them, winning that game against Seattle shows that Dak Prescott is having a career year. And uh, I think that the Cowboys have a good chance against the Eagles this weekend. So they're my number four. Yeah, I have the Cowboys at number four, too. Um, they're getting it done at home. They're 6-0 and at home. They're 3-3 uh, three and three on the road and 3-1 and one within the division. So they're getting it done when it counts at home and within the division. Um they're on a four-game win streak, and uh, they're they may be the NFC East uh, division leader pretty soon, based on tie-breaking rules. So we'll see if they can win next week against the Eagles. All right, uh, number three, I have the Miami Dolphins. Uh, Miami Dolphins probably have the best offense in the league, and their defense is only getting better. Uh, once those two come together as a whole, I think the Dolphins are going to be the best team in the league. Uh, it's just a matter of time before that happens. Uh, they completely bounced the uh, commanders. Don't even think it was, you know, fun. They had their backups in for uh, the whole fourth quarter. Put up 45 points easily. So I have the Dolphins at three. I have the Baltimore Ravens at three. Um, like you said, the offense isn't what we expect it to be. But um, like you said, they're top two defense in the league. And uh, if they're going to have the ball more times on offense and defense, they're most likely going to win games. Yeah, Nick, um, we have the same top five, so I'm going to go <laughs> Ravens at three. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Ravens uh, have Ravens have one of the best defenses in the league as far as points scored. Sorry, I'm just going to add a little bit more uh, so I don't sound like a, uh, a, a scrub. Um, yeah, they're four and two at home, <laughs> five and one away. And uh, two-game win streak. Ravens are the truth. Lamar Jackson, stud. All right, my two and one. Uh, it's going to flip-flop this week. Uh, just based off how badly the Niners beat the Eagles. I think this is a game we've all been waiting for. To see the Eagles completely exposed. Uh, and they got exposed. They didn't just get like beat. They got beat down. Um, the Niners are the best team in football. And the Eagles are the second best team. I think we can make, you know, we we can say if the Eagles lose to the Cowboys this week, because that's another good game coming up. I think the Eagles 
are like a bottom, maybe rank fifth next week. Because uh, the way the Niners beat them isn't how they should have played against. Like, it should have been a good game. Like how it was Eagles-Bills. Um, that was a great game. One of the greatest games this year. Is that just because of the talent-wise on each team? Like, is the Bills and Eagles a matchup? I don't know. We don't know. But the Niners blew them the fuck out. So Eagles at two and Niners at one. Niners are the best team in football. Yeah, I mean, like you said, uh, <clears throat> the 49er game, it wasn't even close. Um, so Eagles two, 49ers one. The biggest thing I take out of this game is, I think it was last year when Purdy got hurt, the Eagles won 31-7. to And Debo made a statement saying if Brock Purdy was in, the score would be different. And we all saw it over the weekend. It was different. It was different. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, Eagles 2, 49ers 1 from my top five as well. Um, basically just copycatting Nick. I wish I went first. Um, but I'm going to say something a little spicy. It was getting the guys a little going and before we started recording. And uh, I think Brock Purdy has a solid chance at winning MVP. Oh, all right. All right. I have to explain my, my reasoning for this. All right, well, uh, let me just let me just cut you off for a sec. Brock Purdy's having a great year because of the surrounding cast. Yes, that's fair. But he's just getting it done. Like all you have to do is get it into the hands of the playmakers, whether it's a dink and dump, you know, at the at the line of scrimmage or 10 yards down downfield. It doesn't have to be these big bomb plays when you have guys that have speed like Ayuk, Debo, CMC, you know, kitty in the in the tight end spot like you have great talent so why not use it um i think as far as like a career year an mvp year i think dak prescott needs to be in the conversation too um i can't stand the cowboys because i'm a giants fan but those two guys are looking at mvp odds that are pretty short see my my issue with purdy is it's like it's like when people talk about tua for mvp they completely downplay it. Oh, Tyreek. Tyreek is making his whole year. Tyreek this, Tyreek that. Who's throwing Tyreek the ball? Who's throwing Tyreek the ball? If you go back and look, you know how many... All right. Do you know how much is the most yards Tyreek put up with Patrick Mahomes? Isn't he at it? 1,400 yards. Okay. Tyreek's two best seasons have been with Tua. 1700 last year, and he's on pace to hit 2098 this year. Okay, as much as people say Tua can't throw the deep ball, he threw two bombs to Tyreek on fucking Sunday. Okay, and and let me let me say one more thing about Purdy. Four, all four of Purdy's touchdowns were at the line of scrimmage, and Debo just made a crazy play because he's like a running back slash receiver. I, I don't get this whole Purdy all of a sudden is MVP. In the MVP conversation. I just don't see it. I don't. I'm sorry. If anyone should be at the top of the MVP conversation, it's Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott's playing lights out. Okay, Uh, okay. Let Let me pause right there. So, Dak Prescott stats and Brock Purdy stats. Let's just talk about the stats. Because, I mean, at the end of the day, what do you have? You have arm talent. Arm talent doesn't win MVP. No. Wins MVP is the stats. Okay. Brock Purdy. 3,185 yards. Dak Prescott, 3,234. Okay, that's 50 yards difference. Um, 26 touchdowns to 23 touchdowns. So Dak Prescott has three more touchdowns. They both have six interceptions on the year, and they both are tied for first with a 75.6 QBR. 
they are literally having nearly identical seasons, minus 50 yards, minus three touchdowns. Mm-hmm. And I would say Purdy has ha- talent around. And they're... Oh, yeah, but, but that's the thing, though. Like, the Cowboys' offense is good. They yeah. have C.D. Lamb, who is a clear number one. They have a good running game, just like the, the Niners. So Dak Prescott has a good surrounding cast. They have the rookie tight end who's been coming on. I forget his name. Um, but Tua... Ferguson, thank you. Um, Tua has more interceptions, fewer touchdowns, lower QBR, and he has more yards because he has Tyreek. Yeah, I mean, I'm not putting him in the in the MVP conversation. I I'm saying is like people always compare how Tua and Purdy are system quarterbacks, which may or may not be, but they still have to throw the ball. They still have to, you know, do the right thing with the ball, hit the guys open, and stuff like that. Um, in my opinion. The leader should be Dak Prescott. Um, I don't think Jalen Hurts should be in it because I, I really don't think he's having that good of a year. Um, Patrick Mahomes, I don't think so. But if we if we could be real and they don't just pick the you know the best play the best quarterback on the best team, Tyreek Hill should win MVP. Oh yeah. yeah before we go to Tyreek, I think he does. On. Hold on. Before we go to Tyreek, one thing I want to say about Dak versus Purdy is uh, with the stats that you said. Purdy has 50 less completions. Dak has 288 really? completions and Purdy has 233. Wow. So, I mean, as much as people might want to say Purdy, I personally think it's Purdy over Dak. Yeah, you give him you give Purdy two more games worth of completions, he's he's towering over Dak Prescott as far as stats goes. I yeah, right? I give I mean, him. 20... I definitely give him yeah. three more touchdowns in two games. I give him at least five hundred yards in two games. But but to me, with this MVP race this year, there's no one like jumping off the boards. Like no one's no, like Tyreek. Tyreek does Tyreek if he gets Th- the record, that's what I was he getting should win to. MVP. That's what I was getting to. Like I hate this whole thing. Like every year, it's oh the 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 quarterback on the best team usually wins MVP. Um. Tyreek Hill deserves to win. If he stays at this pace, if he hits 2,000 receiving yards, Tyreek Hill should win MVP. I don't see why not. None of these quarterbacks are like blowing out the water right now. They're having good seasons, but it's not like, holy shit, look what Purdy's doing. Or holy shit, look at Dak Prescott, you know? Like it's every show you watch is like, holy shit, there goes Tyreek Hill again. That's what it is. To me, if Tyreek Hill hits 2,000 receiving yards, which has never been done, he should win MVP. Easily. No doubt in my mind. Yeah, I mean, I'm looking at the past years, and 2012 was the last time a non-quarterback won MVP. Who was that, Adrian Peterson? Yeah, so then the next time before that, it was LaDainian Tomlinson. Two running backs. And how many backs from 2005. how How many total scrimmage yards did they have? Oh, I don't know that off the top of my head. Oh. My guess is somewhere around fucking 17. And and, and you know it's crazy that one year um McCaffrey had like over 2000 scrimmage yards. He should have won a VP. But it went to a quarterback. AP had AP had 2097 yards and 13 touchdowns in 16 games. So that's crazy. That's crazy. I'm going to get LT right now, 2006. 
He had 18 and 15 rushing yards, yeah. 28 touchdowns. So you're telling me right, it's that's attempts. the threshold. Yeah, it's the threshold. Two thousand, two thousand scrimmage yards, um, double-digit touchdowns. How many? How many does Reek have as far as touchdowns? I think he has like fourteen. Okay, so he's good. So he hits two thousand. He's the MVP. He's got. You, he you gotta. To you gotta give it to him. You have to. I, I really think you have to. I don't care. You know, if whatever. Yeah. It has to be Reek, in my opinion. Right now, he's at fourteen eighty-one with twelve touchdowns. Well, twelve touchdowns. Sorry. Yeah, and that's not he. He's not done. <laughs> no. <laughs> His yards per game. He is might get to fifteen. Three and a half. Wow. He might get to fifteen tots and two thousand yards. That's enough for me to to vote him for MVP. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Unless you know Purdy goes on this crazy run the next four weeks, then it's like all right. Maybe Purdy does serve MVP. I don't think a wide receiver has ever won MVP. No, I don't think so either. It's crazy. And if he doesn't win it this year, then that's going to make it even more crazy. Yeah. yeah. It's like, what more does a wide to, receiver have to do? You have to value the positions. You know, I understand the quarterback is so, so valuable, but like other players change the game, and Tyreek Hill changes the game. He changes the defense that they play. He changes the way that... Offensive or a defensive coordinator's scheme against him changes the way that the um, you know D backs have to approach the game because they have to pay him more attention. I think that he deserves it. Absolutely, um, but yeah, Tyreek Hill for MVP. I'm putting my vote in now. Uh, let's get into fantasy, guys. So we had uh, me and Jimmy had our matchup in redraft. Um, I beat him. I think it was only by fifteen, maybe fifteen twenty, somewhere around there. Uh, yep. Want to tell him why? Or are you just going to skip why? No, I, I was about to. Calm down. Okay. Uh, Jimmy Jimmy had a tank Dell go down. Put up zero points. That sure did not help him out. Um, but yeah, I beat Jimmy. Uh, so, and Ramondre? Ramondre, Ramondre going down, down. nine carries? It's kind of crazy how you didn't put Mixon in, though. Yeah, I don't know why. Why? Over Ramondre? Off. Yeah. Well, the Patriots are Ma- terrible against the He's Chargers. Not wrong. The Chargers yeah, that was run a great D is game. terrible. I know. It was, well, a, it was a terrible game. game, but he was. He also got hurt, but he had nine carries for thirty-nine yards. So he was Very off bad. to a good start. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Yeah. Know. I still would have put in Mixon. So I beat Jimmy. It wouldn't have mattered uh, anyway because I would have lost anyway. Yeah. Not necessarily. Mixon only would need like seven more points. Add eight to your total. You're down 12. He needs 12 points for the rest of tonight's game. So you'd actually be sweating oh, out happening. a win or a loss. Well, Tank Dell let me down. That's what the bottom line is. Christian Watson should have been a must start. Yeah, he's a dumb. Anyway, what, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Like, you try to make the best decisions you can in the lineup. I was down. Uh, I was down. Tank Dell, and that's ultimately what screwed me. Well, my team put up two hundred point zero six. I uh, I beat Javi by just under a hundred. And next week, when I win and J- Jimmy loses, I'm gonna jump into the uh, three hole. In what? In redraft. No, you're not. Yeah, I am. I'll be nine and five, and he'll be uh, eight and six. It won't be nine and five. It'll yes, be eight and five. 
and I'll be eight and five, oh, and eight, your stupid no. ass will be in fourth still. I'll be eight and f- I'll be no. What's my record now? I'm seven, seven and, and five. five. I'm gonna win after tonight. I'll be eight and five. I'm gonna win next week. I'll be nine and five. Oh, well, you're talking about gonna, two weeks from now. I mean, the who week's you, pretty much over. Who are you playing next week? I play Money Row. Why are, you pre- why are you predicting that I'm losing already? I have JJ coming back. That, I'm not predicting. I'm just hoping. I'm not gonna okay, say you're so, gonna win. <laughs> <laughs> you're talking like it's fact, but it's just a hope. Nah, to, in my head, it's a fact. Cause I'm trying to, I'm trying to see a Jimmy and Jonathan round one. Yeah, that's gonna be a problem Maybe. for Jimmy. Gonna be a gonna quick be a exit problem. for John. Gonna be a quick exit for Jimmy. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Quick exit without Ramondre and Tankdale. Hmm. Quick exit. He'll have Josh Allen back, mm-hmm. and he will probably have JJ, which scares that's me. That's crazy. You're really, you're really like hyping up this win when I had Russell Wilson in. Had two people go down hurt. Meanwhile, I still kept it pretty competitive. You're in trouble, Pop. You know what I noticed? Every single time Jimmy plays like either me or Jonathan in fantasy, he either has a bye or people get hurt. It's been like that for like the last two years. Every single time. They didn't start my best players. You didn't start your best players? Like I could have had more points. Oh, are what? you looking at like who you could have started over others? Oh yeah, you're yeah. gonna start CJ Stroud over Herbert. Yeah. Okay. I mean, should have, but should have. If you look at that way, then yeah, Jimmy I... should have started Watson. Yeah, I know. Yeah, and I would have blown you out. Oh, you wouldn't have blown me out. If I put Christian Watson and Joe and Joe Mixon in, I would have blown you out. I guess. Yeah. Fair. I don't think so. Okay. So. I think it would have been closer. Would have won. Jimmy probably would have won. won by like ten. Yeah. But it's crazy because if you either of you played me this week, you would have got blown out. <laughs> you had one good week. Hey, bro, gotta hype it up like Jimmy does. All right, yes. over to Dynasty because my team is literally the best team in the league. The best. And team that's not at, a cap. The best team at seven and six. Yeah, for at real. scoring points. At scoring points, my team is the best. I'll have 16, how many points? Can we just talk about one seventy-seven? How Jimmy is like in this in between of rebuilding and wanting to win. I'm gonna make the playoffs. Okay, maybe I'm, I'm gonna make the playoffs, and I'm probably gonna go on a run, considering how MVP front runner Brock Purdy is playing, considering how I have two of the best wide receivers in the league. I have one of the best young tight ends. I made a trade for a wide receiver three. And I don't know. We'll have to see what happens. You think you got a chance? Everybody's got a chance if they make it. Who would I play right now in the playoffs? Papa AZ. His team's kind and of I there. smoked him this week. I smoked him this week. His team's not that good. Yeah, that would be a dub for you. And then you would play Justin right. Raff, assuming it ended now. And he got right, so what's Raff looking week. like? He's put up 132 and lost by 50. But I like his team. Raff's got a great squad. Yeah. It's crazy because it comes down to next week for Jimmy. What do you mean? Like, because Burke's going to win and Jimmy's going to. Oh, well. 
Jimmy has him by top six, points. right? Never mind. Jimmy has him. Well, if Jimmy loses and Burke wins, Jimmy loses that spot because Burke won this week, so they have the same record. So if Jimmy loses next week, he's out the playoffs. And it's kind of but he's going against Burke is going up against Matt, and Jimmy's going up against uh, Brandon. So Burke has a pretty much an automatic win. No, he doesn't. Matt's ten and two. Ten yeah, and three. He's Matt the one has, seed. Matt has two buys, and he has none. No, Kyler Murray is his backup quarterback. Got Justin Fields. Yeah. Well, he he's has, also got Hawkinson He has Michael Gallup as his only... Uh, oh, no, he could put the running back in. And Hawk is coming back. Yeah, I mean, it'll be close. It's going Jimmy's to be projected going. to lose right now by seven, but as you know, anything can happen. Yeah, I never look at projections. Uh, I mean, you do when you set your lineup. Yeah, but, like, it just never ends that way. I mean, no, but there's no other way to really go off it without analyzing matchup for matchup. I should I should lose next week. And I think... Uh, if uh, maybe Ken Walker comes back, return week 14, that would help me out big time. I think after this game tonight, I'm going to lose and lock up the 103. No, you're going to win. Uh, he needs 15 points. Between Travis Etienne and Trevor Lawrence, and T Higgins, and T Higgins, I think that's a lock for him. That so, sucks. It all depends on how my draft goes for my team. Four first round picks. Yeah, if you sell those picks, you're done. You're done, kid. Yeah, I mean, I'm not gonna hang my head high. It's my first time doing it, so you're see what happens. Done. You should move back for a young player. In one of those picks because you wanna you wanna maybe get some players rather than picks because you're just gonna have to drop them. Yeah, I would get rid of some picks if you can because all oh, you can't now. You have to wait till. Off yeah, I mean, season. I'm gonna see how the off season goes because I definitely can shop around uh, Papa Az's pick because it's gonna be a late one. Yeah. See what people are trying to offer because I know there's a lot of people in this league that they don't have any picks at all for this year's draft. Like, nah, you. I mean, Jimmy, you have a couple, but if you look at Papa Az, he's he doesn't have any twenty twenty four draft picks. <laughs> and at his team is, I think his team's mid. So there are some teams uh, in this league that are going to be searching for picks, and I, I think my picks are going to be valued higher than what you think. Yeah, I think that he, I think Papa Az went a little too crazy with the with the trading. I think he was in a good spot. Um, like halfway through all the trades he made, and then he made some more that I don't necessarily agree with. He wants he he had like CD Lamb. He wanted to add Bryce Young. He like traded for Devonte Smith, who was actually had a pretty good couple of weeks. But I don't know. I think he uh, I think he could have stood pat and had a better chance. Yeah, I'm not really too sure what he's trying to do because he trades for these young like good players, and then they have one good game and he puts them on the trade block. Like, does he just want to trade his team away every single week? So he likes the action. Yeah, I mean sometimes he the team is better the than action. the action. Trade deadlines this week though. Any last minute moves you guys looking to do? Nah, I think I'm just gonna keep my team until uh until the off season. Yeah, I'm not looking to do anything right now. Yeah, me either. Makes sense. Yeah, I just made my trade. 
um, for Cortland Sutton, trying to get in a wide receiver three, fill in the lineup, and uh, see what happens. See if I can make the playoffs. See if I can beat uh, see if I can beat out Burkle. It's coming for me though. Sure is. It's gonna be the matchup to watch next week. Hopefully, uh, hopefully Brandon takes it easy on me. Imagine you lose next week. That would suck. That would suck. And Burke wins. Not sure. Sorry, maybe suck. I could pay off. Maybe I could pay off B Herc to uh, take out some of his players. I mean, what helps you is Pollard and uh, AJ Brown are going up against each other. I mean, that game could be low scoring. Not gonna be low scoring. <laughs> it could be. <laughs> Last time they played, it was not low scoring. It was for one team. What are you talking about? The last time the Eagles and the Cowboys played, didn't the Eagles win like 40-3? to What? Do you watch football? Yes. It literally came down to the last play of the game. What was that last year? There was one yeah, year the Eagles uh, won by that much. Uh, guys, this is why we aren't uh, full-on NFL uh, reporters. Oh, it was last year. Dude. Uh, at least I remember four something. running backs. Four running backs for Brandon. He's got Eckler, Bijan, Raheem Mostert, and Tony Pollard. That's gross. Yeah, that is very gross. You know what else is gross? Kyron Williams, oh, Jameer Gibbs, and Devon A. Chan. It's pretty gross, too, in Dynasty. Yeah, pretty gross. Glad I got rid of Zach Moss. Got some value for him. Turned it into yep. Kate Otten. Did he get hurt? Who? Zach Moss? Yeah. No, he just didn't do anything. You were, you were all mad at me that I was giving him, and everyone was like, whoa, oh, he's whoa, good. whoa, whoa. Don't say you all. There was only one guy mad at you. Oh, no, I said you were. You were. He had 19 carries. That's pretty solid. Yeah, but he, he didn't do much of them, but. Uh, 19 carries for 51 yards. What is that like? Maybe. Two and a half. Two and a half a carry? That's pretty bad. It's pretty bad, dude. Yeah, yeah man. man. I, I just, I'm uh, excited. Just wanted I'm you not... to, I just wanted you to talk to me about the trade, you know? I don't want you to just blow me off. Uh, I'm probably going to have the 104. Um, And what I'm most likely going to do is take quarterback there. Looking at a few. Unless I go wide receiver, because there's some good wide receivers and then trade for a quarterback. The only issue is prices of quarterbacks are fucking ridiculous in this league. Um, the good thing is I have two firsts next year, so it kind of helps me. I'm trying to go all in. So maybe what I'll do is I'll, you know, I'll take a receiver and then see how I'm doing halfway through the season and pull the trigger on a quarterback, maybe. I don't know. I got to see. It's the fun of Dynasty, man. See where you're at right. and uh, try to make a run. Now, do you... Are we definitely uh, not going to do the draft, like, right away? Nope. Why would we do it right away? Well, we did this year. Can't do the, how, how are you going to draft if you don't know what team they're on? No, I'm saying, like, once the actual NFL draft is over, we're not going to, like, try and force the our draft to be, like, right after it. Not saying the same day, but like, like you know, because these kids are always like, um, they want to do the draft like mad early. Like, let's let you know, preseason happen and shit. Mm. Um. Well, in my other league, we did the, the dynasty draft probably like a week after. I mean, the rookie draft a week after the regular draft. 
So I don't know. We'll see. They'll, they'll, you guys will lose a vote. Yeah, probably. <laughs> you'll lose a vote. So unfortunately, it'll probably be sooner than you want it to be. Yeah, I mean, it's worth a shot asking, you know? It's just they want to. They want to stay with their team, do nothing. For five months, season. yeah. Exactly. Or force, or force trades with players that we have no clue what's going to happen. Yeah. It's it's whatever, man. It's, they they make their teams worse. Yeah, I mean that's why we don't really trade that often. I think I'm gonna try to trade for Joe Burrow in the off season. You gonna try and get him back? Yeah. See now, like to me, Look what was the that. point of trading him if you're gonna do that? It's like a CJ Shroud. Yeah, I understand that, but I, I just I don't, I don't know. It doesn't make sense because you're just gonna give up other players. No, give he's up. Gonna want, he's gonna want CJ back. That's ridiculous because CJ's worth way more than Joe Burrow. No, but but I'm just saying, like you need if you don't have a quarterback in a in a quarterback for quarterback trade, then you just basically are paying up the ass. You're paying like 16 firsts. So what you're saying is essentially, I gotta go after teams that are don't care about a quarterback. Yeah. Exactly what I'm saying. You have to go after teams that, like, don't have the star quarterback who they're going to want to either get a really young, good quarterback for in return, plus plus mm-hmm. more assets. Or, yeah, you're going to have to find somebody who's uh, got some low prices. Yeah. I mean, That's... what would your trade be, like, right now, if you were to trade for Joe Burrow back? Well, definitely my two firsts next year. Both my seconds. I don't think he's just going to trade a quarterback for picks. Why not? Because we know what Joe Burrow can do, and you don't know what's going to happen with the picks. Yeah, but if, quarterbacks if, are that more he's important. A, he's a rebuilding team. I mean, yeah, team, if he his wants. Team, his team is older, dude. I I don't even know who has him. Raph. Raph. Raph does. Holy voice crack. Yeah. His team is older, dude. I mean, correct. But you see his team is doing very well this year. I don't think he's going to trade his quarterback for picks if he has a chance to win next year. I bet you he will be he, he'll be rebuilding next year. I know how these kids play. He's All right, gonna, bro. I mean, I'm just telling you my opinion. He's probably going to try to try to trade Tyreek in the offseason. You can see that. Tua probably he'll probably try to trade. I don't know. It's just it's going to be interesting and uh also, no, Nick, was... don't trade, don't trade for Tyreek, please. I'm not. Okay. Why would I do that? Just please don't. So I can have him for one year, and that's it. I think I'm in a good spot. I like where I'm at. Me but too. I like my my team. I a score lot. a lot. I score a lot. I lose a lot. And uh, I'm probably the most mid-best team in this league. Yeah, I'm excited for the offseason to see how that works out. I feel like that's like one of the best things about Dynasty. Um, what else? What else? Um, let's do our, uh, our lays for this week. Against the spread. The ballpark beef picks. Uh, so what did we'll we do, do last week? Uh, I, don't I know we all picked different ones, but the Dolphins covered the spread. 
Yeah. Um, 49ers covered it's the your spread. Job. And I think... I think I took the Steelers, to be honest, and they got blown out. And I don't remember what you two said. All right, let's do, for this week, the, the Giants game, Dolphins game, and pick... Pick another one for yourselves. Uh, I'll start off with my Wagner's Picks of the Week. Brought to you by Ballpark Beef Condoms. Um, So this is an interesting one. Packers at Giants. The Giants are getting six and a half. Packers are. No, the Giants are. The Giants are getting six and a half. Packers are are minus. Yeah, so they're minus. Yeah, so the Giants are getting six and a half points. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Uh, so before Jimmy just completely confused me, uh, I was get I was creating the suspense here. So the Giants are at home, and Tommy DeVito is playing amazing. Wink Martindale's got that defense playing on another level. Brian Dable's got a quarterback he likes. I'm slamming the Giants plus six and a half at home. Yeah, baby. Sunday night football next Sunday. Monday night football. Monday night football next Monday. We got a doubleheader next week. Both the Giants and Dolphins play on the same night. So that'll take me to the Dolphins. Plus 13. The Titans are getting 13 and a half. Uh, Honestly, I'm going to take that side for the Dolphins. I'm giving the Titans 13 and a half. Uh, the way the Dolphins blew out the uh, the I was about to say the Redskins that's awkward the Commanders um, I don't think the Titans are any better. Uh, Will so Levis you're taking Dolphins minus thirteen and a half. Dolphins minus thirteen and a half. So I have Giants plus six and a half, and then Jolf, uh, Dolphins Dolphins minus thirteen and a half. And for my last pick, oh my God, this is an easy one. Um, all right, so Niners are playing the Seahawks. Um, actually, yeah, fuck it. I'm going with this. They are giving the Seahawks 10 and a half. All right. The Seahawks I saw against the Cowboys could put up offense on anybody. Uh, I'm taking the Seahawks 10 and a half. I feel like that's a lock. Those are my locks. Seahawks 10 and a half. Dolphins minus 13 and a half. And the New York Giants on Monday Night Football with Danny fucking Tommy DeVito. I almost said Danny Dimes. (laughs) Uh, any DeVito plus, <laughs> plus six and a half. Lock it in, baby. Yep. Oh, damn, you got excited. Yeah, I'll go. Sure, dude. I hyped this up a little bit. Slam the Giants. Absolutely. Plus six and a half. Love that pick. Love them coming off the bye. Love them at home. I don't think the Packers are, are uh, as good as Jordan Love thinks they are. Um, I'm taking the Titans. I'm taking the Titans. At plus 13 and a half, I think they can cover that. I don't think that it's going to be too big of a blowout. Dolphins may take this game a little bit lightly, you know, and uh, and and not give the Titans or give the Titans a little bit of slack. So they might they might take. Um, and I'm gonna take the the game of the week. It's got you got you gotta bet the game uh, of the week. No, no way you're taking my pick, bro. Bro, game of the week. Ah, Dallas getting three and a half against the Eagles. Oh, never mind. That's not my pick. I. No, the Dallas, game is of the week. Give, Dallas is giving three and a half to the Eagles. Eagles Dallas cover. Is that's, a, uh, 
So yeah, that's, that Eagles Eagles cover is going to be a closer game. Be it's going to be like thirty-one thirty three and a half. Okay. All right, Nick. What's yours? I am taking the Packers minus six and a half. Ugh. Jordan Love has been playing great football. Uh, they're in a playoff push uh, mindset right now. I know the Giants are coming off a bye. Um, I just think the Packers are going to outlast them. I think it's going to be a close game. One touchdown is going to win, though. Um, I don't think the Titans have a chance, even with the spread. Uh, I'm taking the Dolphins minus 13 and a half. I think the only way the Titans score is probably going to be from Derrick Henry, and that's it. And he might even play. Yeah, so uh, I think the Dolphins win by at least 25. Um, and then, I, which I completely forgot, the Cowboys and the Eagles are playing. My eyes were on the Bills and the Chiefs. The uh, The Bills are getting two and a half. And I think, based off how they played against the Eagles last week, how the Chiefs played yesterday, I'm taking the Bills plus two and a half, winning the game too. I like that. Uh, that That's honestly, that's a sleeper. Uh, I, I, guys, every week, by the way, I, I usually try to bet these. Uh, last week, I didn't. But uh, I like these. These are good, man. Hopefully, these hit. Nice little lick. You know what I mean? Take a good pick, Nick. That's the second best game of the week, for sure. I completely forgot the Eagles are playing the Cowboys. Take a quick like little job skis. Um, but yeah, dudes. Ooh, nice. It's a nice, fun episode. Um, by the way, the Mets suck. Cardinals suck. I hope you all have a great uh, Wednesday evening. And and uh, <laughs> guess the Yankees just said don't even make the show. And uh, we hope you enjoy yourselves, and uh, we'll oh. talk to you next week. Thank you for listening to Ballpark Beef. Make sure to follow us on all social media platforms. Bye bye.